Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, founder of The Drop-In CEO, and I am thrilled you have chosen to spend 15, 20 minutes with me and listen, hopefully, to some insights and something that will inspire you and you can take away to the rest of your day. And this week, you know, this is a very interesting topic. I have seen this challenge with people that I do one-on-one coaching with, and I too have experienced this. How to close the gap with people you find difficult to work with, also known as winning over difficult people. And you know, it's hard. And I just want you to start from a place of thinking about there are simply differences in how we behave, think, or our background. And in most of the cases, people are truly not bad or seek to be bad. And I think you should really pause and reflect and just think a little bit about what it's like to be the other person and respond accordingly versus react. But before I get into that, I just want to start with you. I am an optimist. <laughs> My glass is half full. We just celebrated 200 episodes and I briefly talked about celebrating you. I just want to remind you that in my last solo episode, 202, I talked about find something that you can celebrate, whether it was in your career, in your business, something that you did fantastic, you tried a new skill and you did really well or you really enjoyed it or you were better than you thought you were going to be. And sometimes we quietly celebrate those wins, but it's better when you celebrate with somebody else. So I just want to remind you of that. Think about something that you've had to celebrate recently and make sure you celebrate with others. It's so much more fun. And now I just want to move a little bit forward. We are getting ready to open up the C-Suite Academy. And the reason why this is so important, I'm so excited for this, is it's for you. There are so many of you out there that can leverage the insights that I have gained over the years to help you take control of your career and get the job or promotion that you desire. Not deserve, but desire. And there is work between desire and what you deserve. And for the CEOs or C-suite leaders that are out there that have already achieved success, I would love for you to reflect a little bit about how you got there. Obviously, you had to do the hard work, but was there somebody or an entity or forum or class that helped mentor you along the way? And if you've had the good fortune of having those people in your life to bring you and help you to get to where you're at, think about those aspiring C-suite leaders that may not have that at their disposal. So this is also for you to look for those people in your organization or your ecosystem and say, wow, how can we help lift them? Because when we lift others, we lift ourselves. And so now let's move into how to close the gap with difficult people. You 
find difficult to work with. And I will just say it is hard. There are misconceptions and judgments about why you perceive that they act in the way they do and the impact that it has on you. And for me, I try to simplify it. You know, I am an operations person. I simplify it and call it simply a gap between your standard and theirs. And also, I'd like to empathize. You wonder why they behave that way. And while you know that this can all be true, it's just hard. (laughs) And I, I sympathize with you. I've had to deal with a lot of, as I saw them, difficult people. But this is my caution to you, and I mentioned this in the beginning. Don't judge until you know. After all, if you're having a bad day or come across as not as optimal as you would like to be, do you want people to make assumptions about you? Be quick to react or decide what kind of person you are. And I would say probably not. (laughs) So think, if somebody doesn't behave in the right way and they're difficult, difficult twice, difficult three times, difficult to other people as well. I just ask for you to be the leader you are and want to be. Take the high road and know that they may not be a bad person. They may not know any other way. And so I just want to leave that with you. But I do want to go a little bit more deeply into what does it mean to be difficult, at least from the standpoint of the workplace? You may have family members, people in your community that, (laughs) wow, (laughs) you're connected in some way, but you wish you weren't. (laughs) But let's just think about the context of a work environment. Qualifying somebody that may be difficult is somebody that is micromanaging your work. They could be coming across short with you, interrupt you, or maybe even a little condescending. And I hope this hasn't happened to you. They may publicly humiliate you, or you feel humiliated by what they said or did. They could chastise you for sending out an email or reaching out to somebody in your organization and saying you shouldn't have done that, or simply nitpicking what you do, little details in your presentation. Now, I don't like to be a Debbie Downer, (laughs) but this is the reality, at least how you may feel. And just know it takes two to tango. You may feel this way about somebody's actions. The person who you're interfacing with may not know that they're acting in a way that doesn't meet your standard, and they also may not know the impact it has on you because maybe they act this way with others and don't realize how they are acting or maybe they don't impact them in the same way. So just know that, again, it's all about be the leader respond accordingly. Don't react because you simply do not know them. Now, there are extremes. You may see somebody abusive in an organization because you see them act this way with everybody. Again, don't judge. You have a unique relationship with that person. Take the framework that I'm going to share with you shortly and apply it because you never know. Other people may presume they're always like that and they can't change. But if you change the way you interface with that person, you might get a different result. Now, I'll just give you a vanilla situation that I was in because, you know, I have to be careful about all the people in my past that I have worked with and I've had relationships with. It can be challenging to share their stories because, you know, I respect confidentiality. But here is a situation where I did have some challenges. It 
was a new boss. It was a good relationship and I was getting the feedback that I needed. But then they would sometimes just drop in and audit or take a look at my work and start correcting my work. They may not have regularly met with me to make those course corrections. It was rather random that they would come in and critique my work. But then when I had a performance review where you need to sit down and formally explain what they did and did not like about your performance, I was blindsided. And that was unfortunate. But then I would, in reaction, provide them regular updates about what I was doing and still no response. And so I start wondering, was I on the outs with them? Did they simply not care? Did they just have better things to do? And little by little, my confidence started going down. And I'm sure this has happened to you. And I simply started thinking, did I even fit in the box and not sure I ever could? And so Yes, I didn't mean to bring you down a negative path, but your emotions, these emotions are true. They exist. And the first thing we need to do is simply recognize how we feel, because if we ignore that energy, that sinking feeling in our gut, it may always linger there and we need to move past it, but not before we acknowledge it. But here's something that I really want to give to you. And again, you need to practice this maybe with somebody you trust in your network before you try it out on a difficult person because it can be risky. But here is a framework. Get a piece of paper, a pencil, your laptop, and think about this as a way to maybe approach a difficult person that you need to schedule time with. I would always start with gratitude. Thank them for their time. Thank them for what they are doing in the situation, in the organization. They are probably not used to it, and it could short-circuit the typical interactions they have with people. People could be rushing into their office saying, here's the report, let's go over the details. You immediately roll up your sleeves and start the task at hand. But we are humans. (laughs) We should thank each other for our time and our existence and being there to help us when we need them. And I might actually suggest one more thing. Acknowledge them. Just acknowledge them for, hey, great meeting last week. Hey, I appreciate you looking over this. Acknowledge that person because I will tell you, the person that is noisy, the person that you perceive as difficult, may know no other way to act because perhaps in their past, and this is real, this is real, I know this to be true, they may not have been acknowledged for who they are as a person or their contributions. And so they've grown into a place for which they have to show their value, have people react to them, and that's a way of being acknowledged, whether it was good or bad. Just know that you can acknowledge them, thank them, acknowledge them, and then move on. You may actually set the tone completely different than anybody else that's interfaced with this person that everybody says they're difficult. And then, This is where you start having the conversation. And I put it in simple terms. You identify the gap between what the standard is or how you're performing or the situation and maybe an expectation of what they think you should be doing. It could be your technical performance. It could be a behavior and how you showed up. It could be a difference in culture, in is a situation urgent or not understand their unique past and why they thought something was very, very, very important. You thought they were just nitpicking. 
or in general, just say, you know, this is how I see it. This is how I thought we were supposed to act, respond, perform. And you have this expectation. Agree to the gap and then see ways to close the gap. Once you have a bit of understanding and create a conversation that is constructive, you may completely change the dynamics of the person that you're working with or in that situation. I will tell you, temporarily, you may get to a level of understanding and you might relieve the perceived pressure in the relationship. And I say perceived because you may feel the relationship is not going well, the person is difficult, and the other person has no idea. Again, don't presume. And then you try to continue to acknowledge what is good in the relationship because, again, somebody might say it's sugarcoating it. I don't believe that. I think we're all humans. We like to be acknowledged. We like to be thanked because we're all trying to do good work. And perhaps you are the person that is the leader in the situation and is helping that other person perhaps behave in a different way by your actions. And that's what leaders do. You start modeling the right behavior, even if it's a person that is in a position above you. Don't be surprised. They may start using your words and modeling your behavior. And just know you may have influenced somebody in the process. And so I know I gave you a framework for managing a difficult person. I am pretty sure that 80% of the time, this will diffuse any perception you have about them. You will reach a new level of understanding for which you can respond versus simply knee-jerk react uh, to the situation. And ultimately, you're going to have some level of peace of mind. But just know, if you're not able to reach a level of understanding with this person, you're not able to influence how they react to you or respond to you. Just know you have developed a new skill in trying to manage a difficult person. And I will say, try this one at home. Usually they say they don't. Try this one at home because perhaps loved ones that you cannot get along with, it could be start from a place of gratitude, acknowledge them for what they do well, talk about the situation and where there's a gap and just come to a new level of understanding and express love or appreciation for the person. You may find that difficult family member or person in your community or friend may not know and sincerely thank you for bringing this to their attention. And so my wish for you is to apply these skills to your situation I see you. I have been coaching a few of you, and I would love for this content to really help you immensely be able to deal with people like this, become the leader you want to be, take control of your career, and get those roles or promotions that you're looking for. And again, if you're still listening here, the CEO or the C-suite leader, these tips, these tricks, these insights I have learned over so many years, could the people in your organization be missing these skills? Because if you're micromanaging all of the interactions between the groups or everything depends on your decision making, can you really grow your business and do the work that you're really good at? It may be customer interactions, it could be community interfacing, all of that. And if your people don't have these skills, then you're never going to be able to build the organization to the level it needs to. So think about it. 
This content is so important and it is my wish that it gets out to as many people as possible. So if you could subscribe, rate, review, tell others about this podcast. I also offer The CEO's Compass, my book to get you back on track. Many of these insights are in the book, but also more of them are in the C-Suite Academy for aspiring C-Suite leaders who are trying to take control of their career and get promoted. I sincerely care about you very much because I was one of you and I don't want you to struggle. And for everybody else who may not be in this position, I do hope this insight was helpful to you. Perhaps you can see somebody in your sphere of influence that maybe you can share these tips with them. I would love for you to leverage these insights in helping others. And so for now, I want to thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. It is my distinct pleasure to be able to provide insights to you week after week and be able to leave you with peace of mind. And I do wish you continued success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.